0: Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff, by Richard Carlson. One sentence summary. Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff, will keep you from letting the little stressful things in life, like your email inbox, rushing to trains, and annoying co-workers drive you insane and help you find peace and calm in a stressful world. My favorite quote from the author is, Stress is nothing more than a socially acceptable form of mental illness. Richard Carlson. This book by Richard Carlson was so successful that it spawned a whole series of don't sweat dot 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 books, which have sold over 25 million copies since the original was published in 1997. Sadly, Richard passed away at age 45 from a pulmonary embolism in 2006. His wife Christine keeps carrying on the message. I'm grateful for this man since he gave us a great book with tremendous advice on how to lead a happier life. Here are three things that struck me. 1. Remember that your life isn't an emergency. 2. Give others a break, especially when they don't deserve it. 3. Don't procrastinate on relaxing. Want to calm down? Here we go. Don't sweat the small stuff. Lesson 1. Remember that your life isn't an emergency. This answers the question, how can I stay calm in stressful situations? Forget relaxation and happiness, right? That's for rich people. But you can't afford that right now, can you? You have to be focused, disciplined and work hard every day so you can beat the competition. Hell no. That's what the world wants you to believe. But it's not one bit true. Your life is not an emergency. It's a wonderful experience that only you get to live. And you only get one shot at it. So stop treating every day like you're driving an ambulance, rushing from one stop to the next, trying to please everyone all the time and cater to all needs. You'll only end up overworking yourself and crashing from the stress. Instead, try to make yourself bored on purpose. Force yourself to not do anything for an hour or two. At first, you'll be frustrated and crave your smartphone or laptop. But after a while, you'll see the freedom and peace it brings to be able to just do nothing for once. Take a step back, forget about other people's requests, and just follow your own will. Quit the people-pleasing and just do what's good for you. There is no one to save but yourself. But remember, your life is not an emergency. Don't sweat the small stuff. Lesson 2. Give others a break, especially when they don't deserve it. This answers the question, when do I need to be empathetic with others? Did you ever have one of those days where people seem to just make your life harder on purpose? The officer writes you a parking ticket one minute after your parking time is up. The person who packs your shopping bags drops a carton of milk. And the clerk at the post office seems to move extra slow. But just when you're about to completely lose it, try to put yourself into other people's shoes. Take the postal clerk's perspective. What would life look like through his or her eyes right now? Maybe they've gotten horrible news in the morning their uncle died, or maybe their partner left them that very day. How would you feel? Would you eagerly sort letters and rush to get people's packages? Or would you hardly be able to move because you're so weighed down by all those heavy thoughts? Imagine instead of having the next angry customer yell at you, they just smile. They patiently wait as you bring them their package with the speed of a turtle. How much happier would that make you? Impressive, right? What a little thought experiment can do. Give others a break when they least deserve it. That's when they need it the most. It'll make both of you happier. The best way to treat yourself well is to treat others well. Don't sweat the small stuff, lesson 3. Don't procrastinate on relaxing. This answers the question, should we relax and recharge on a regular basis? Go see my family over the weekend? Uh, I can do that next week. Act in a theater play? Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, we've all heard that before. Until it's too late and you're left with nothing but regret. We procrastinate on so many things, but has it ever occurred to you that relaxing might be one of them? Instead of only relaxing on weekends or holidays, take a break when you actually need to. Had an extra long day at work? Take the next morning off. Your happiness should always take precedence over some random project at work. So when you're extra stressed, just stop for a second. Breathe. Remember what's truly important, or take five minutes to call your mom and say hi. Yes, you can be relaxed even when things are busy. It's not something that has to wait until the weekend or your five days of Christmas vacation. You can be relaxed right now. Get yourself some of that relaxed attitude before you crash and burn and everyone around you, most of all you, will be happier. My personal takeaways from Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Wow, this book has a bunch of powerful ideas. I think mm, the emergency that really stuck with me—that line. That's why I also put it in there like three times, because I think it's a—it's very easy to remember and it's very helpful if you do. Your life is not an emergency, and the situation where I use that line in the most by far. Is when I'm using public transport. So every morning I leave my apartment. I have to walk to either the bus or the subway or the tram. It's an it's an overground train, I guess. Uh, so and I know when these things are coming and going from the station, and I know how long I roughly need to walk there. And depending on how fast or slow I walk, I can of course uh, sometimes try to like squeeze it in, force it, get there on time. But often what I found in in the beginning when I moved there was that I left the home, say, eight minutes before the thing left, and it would take me exactly eight minutes to get there. So I would almost, I would half, half walk, half run, or walk really fast to make it on time. And what I've started doing since I remembered this question was to say, you know what, nope, the next one's coming five minutes after that i can just take the next one there's no reason for me to leave the house in the morning and instantly start running because that puts my entire day into stress mode quote unquote and so i think that's very powerful like it's it's only a few minutes that i'm sort of taking back from myself i'm saying you know what i can lose those minutes that's all right but it makes a huge difference in how i start my day so when you're going somewhere where you have to catch something like a bus or train and you know the next one's coming soon and it's not where you go on vacation and you have to catch the flight for example remember this your life is not an emergency Uh, and the last lesson about procrastinating on relaxing i think the the perspective you should take with this is not that you shouldn't work hard or, oh, YOLO, you can always chill. I think it's just that this can teach you patience. And whatever you want to do or whatever you want to achieve in life, you're going to need patience anyway because it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen three weeks from now. It's not going to happen in six months. It's probably going to happen in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, if ever. So you definitely need patience to become successful anyway. So you might as well go get there sustainably and make relaxing a regular part of your routine. I mean, uh, even if you're committed to working hard and I'm all for that, you could still build in relaxation into your day and into your week. So for example, I have a habit of never setting an alarm on the weekends. So uh, during the week, my alarm goes at 6 a.m. Every day, doesn't matter if I go to bed at 10 at night, at 11 or 12, alarm goes at 6 a.m. So week's hardcore, 6 a.m., I get up and go. But on the weekends, no alarm ever. I sleep as long as I need. And sometimes that's 8 a.m., sometimes that's 10 a.m., sometimes that's 11 a.m. It really depends on how tough the week was, what I did on Friday night, and so on and so forth. And that habit, just sticking to that habit, builds in a great, great amount, a great little island of relaxation that I know I can always fall back on, I can always rely on. And I'm happy to sort of, quote-unquote pay that price because it keeps me healthy it keeps me sane and it allows me to stay patient and just keep working until i eventually get where i want to go so i hope you enjoyed this summary and i hope to hear you on the next one